Welcome back to another week of the Oatana Wrestling Weekly Podcast. I'm head coach Derek Johnson, alongside uh, trusty sidekick, if I could call yeah, him that. Yeah, yeah. Coach Gabe Hovden, um, middle school assistant coach, um, freestyle Greco director for the OWA, um, just wrestling year-round type of coach. Uh, kind of goes wherever is needed to, regional yep, nationals yep. in the fall, like kind of everything. Yeah, so. wherever you need me, I'm... Yeah. Like I'm a freelance guy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of bouncing around. Right, right. Kind of taking over, uh, you know, your dad's mantle of just, you know, he just lived here. it. Yeah, he lived it. Yep, yep. Whatever we need, so. Yep, yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of, you know, it's in my blood. For sure, for sure. Well, and uh, yeah, before we get started, just wanted to thank our sponsor for the podcast, Summer Media Solutions. Thank you to Scott Summer and all he does for the OWA, for all of our social media that you can find on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, everything like that. Um, the the hype videos, the you know every every time a podcast drop, he's doing it on multiple different platforms. And so, uh, yeah, just a jack of all trades with your media solutions. And then we did get to utilize his drone skills with that hype video, and that's something he does for realtors all around Southern Minnesota. Um, so yeah, just it, it, the evolution of that technology is just so cool. You know, you can. Used to be needed a helicopter, yep. a little tiny plane. You know, they used to do the farm photos and everything like that. So, uh, but he's set up and ready to go really, really fast. And uh, yeah, does great work. And I don't know if he sleeps. So there's that. Well, thank you very much for that. Yeah, Summer Media Solutions. Well, another jam-packed week. Yeah, um, yeah, full blown. Where you guys were Thursday, Saturday. Yeah, high school was Thursday, Saturday. Uh, we kicked off our conference schedule over at Rochester Century. Um, and yeah, so we started with Austin and, uh, bowled over them 60 to 12. Okay. Um, and quite frankly, we were really close to not losing a match at all. They have, uh, the number, what is he? Six ranked Sam Winkles at 215 okay. in class double A. And, uh, Fitcher gave him all he could handle. It ended up being a nine, two match, but that was Fitcher, you know, took some last second Take shots to okay. kind of. Um, so that just kind of padded the numbers. Otherwise, it was a two, three-point match the entire way. Okay. So that was a good confidence boost. Even shot a blast double on him, and it went out of bounds. And Bill Olson had to do a backward somersault to get out of the way, and both wrestlers <laughs> stopped, like, are you okay? Yeah. And he's like, wrestle. Like, oh, okay, well, you almost died. So, yeah, 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 them two big guys coming at him. Right. So, uh, no, it was a great uh, kind of stepping stone and measuring stick for him. Um, and then followed that up with a 57-9 to, to nine victory, uh, which – Honestly, you know, if people are saying, well, yeah, I mean, that's Rochester Century and everything, they're tough. Yeah. They are tough. They gave us everything they had. Uh, Joel Messick over there, their head coach and uh, kind of advisor for the Rochester Panthers Wrestling Club, I, doing great things. Okay. Um, so they're an up-and-coming program, a lot of participation. All their kids are strong as heck and wrestle all three periods. Um, it's just, you know, right now they just don't have the horses. Yeah. But everybody gave us, you know, a match in uh, so, yeah, 57-9 to nine there. Um, those that won undefeated that night uh, are number seven ranked Caden Lindquist at 107, uh, Donnie Sorensen at 121, Lane Karsten at 127, Jaden Jurley at 133. I know I put 134. Um, Colton Glendy at 139, our eighth grader. Riley Krieger at 152. RJ Renardi, who is undefeated on the season right now. Yeah, I was going to ask that. I mean, yeah. being undefeated on the season um, – He's got to be impressing somebody out there. Yep, he's he's really close, and that's that's the thing is we we came close yet again to having a ranked kid for him to go against, yeah. 
and he didn't. The kid was bumped up away. Oh, then he's so. nervous. He's scared of it. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. That's exactly. What I, that's what I'd say. Yep. The, <laughs> Stillwater. Uh, I believe Anoka was the same way, and Scott West. So okay. he just, like I said, he needs that signature win. Yep. He needs, you know, to to have someone that's ranked and knock him off. I feel like to get in there. And then Max Flemke went undefeated. He he's down to 189 now. And okay. uh, Grant Lauer at heavyweight undefeated right. that night. And then two days later, we went over to Prior Lake. Um, for a really good duel that day, or a duel tournament. So we had three rounds. Um, the host, Prior Lake, ended up being 23-43. We had an injury default. We had a kid not make weight with no one behind him in the lineup at Ooh. that exact weight. And then, uh, yeah, and so and we were starting to rally at the end getting pins and working back into the match. So honestly, 23-43 doesn't tell the tale. Okay. Um, yeah, we were, we were climbing back in it despite those setbacks. Uh, the next round, we had number seven, Scott West. And, I mean, they're one of those small-town double-A teams that everyone's strong, everyone's fast. Yep. Um, but, yeah, 18 to 46. And, um, you know, quite honestly, we, yet again, we're giving up two different weight, back-to-back yeah. weight classes there. Um, and then Richfield didn't uh, do a full team. That was uh, referee Frost's fastest dual meet ever, and he's been in the game for 30 years. It was 10 minutes and three seconds. Really? So it was oh. four fits all the way through 160, and we just boom, 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 and we okay. had JV. We ran and grabbed the whole JV, 107 okay. through 160, to, so we wouldn't burn a, burn a match. match. Yep. yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then everyone else got pins and just kind of flew through. So okay. 10-minute match there. Um, undefeated on the day, Lane Karsten looked really sharp at 127, uh, number five ranked Lane Karsten. Jaden Jurley at 133, and then RJ. And uh, if those who know RJ have seen him before and everything like that, just a, a Greco wizard, everything's upper body type of stuff. And so out of his eight wins, he has seven pins. Okay. But they've all been upper body. So on the last match, when he had a match against Richfield, I told him he's doing circle drills if he goes anything upper body. Okay, so he you made had him shoot. to shoot. He okay. had to shoot. He had and to did he take stuff. a shot? He did. All right. He was very specific, too. He's like, if I drop to, like, uh, locking around the butt, does that count? I'm like, yes, that's low enough. That meets the criteria, and, uh, yeah, we won't make you work. So it was funny because the whole match, you could tell he was nervous only because of that. He had yep. a pretty uh, – he was outclassing that kid. So okay. It was just, okay. Yeah. Um, and on the day, you know, uh, Caden Linquist right off the bat uh, had a very, very huge 107-pounder Liam Collins for Prior Lake. It's probably gonna, he's only sixth ranked right now, but he's going to place top three. He's an yeah. impressive kid. Okay. Um, fought him really well. It ended up being a major, but uh, just because of back points let up in the first period. And then Caden, like, I mean, an absolute pest, like a mongoose. Climbed back in the match and frustrated the heck out of yep. him. Got stall points against Collins and stuff like okay. that. Just worked them to where if there were four periods in the match, I probably would have won it. Yeah, okay. he, was, he was breaking them. So that was a, that was a good uh, kind of moral victory on that one and kind of proving to himself that despite being undersized at 107 and an eighth grader, um, he belongs. Yep. So that yep. was great. And then uh, Max Flemke, who keeps drawing uh, ranked kids, he had number four Dylan Thomas from Scott West. And it final score ended up being 8-2. He took a, kind of a last-minute shot, so it was really a four-point match okay. all the way up until, like, the last couple of seconds. Right. So fought really hard and, um, you know, just gave up a, a kind of a quick two back points at one point. Oh, okay. Kind of separated right there, but uh, otherwise it was just kind of trading shots. I think even the first period might have been scoreless. So, okay. Yeah, it, he was wrestling tough. But this Thursday, um, for those of you who – we're looking at the Big Nine schedule before, and all of a sudden are surprised to see we have a try at home. Yep. 
Uh, it was supposed to be at JM on Friday, and now it's home here at Oatana on Thursday the 14th. Uh, so we start with Rochester JM at 5 o'clock, and then JM and Faribault go at it at about, you know, 6.15, mm-hmm. 6.30. And so then we'll have Faribault um, at 7.45. So we're running two mats because it's a try, so Varsity JV uh, run simultaneously. So we won't have the lamp out that okay. night. There is okay. one. Yeah, I just want everyone to know. <laughs> New high school, yes. There's a gorgeous giant lamp uh, that's up in the rafters right now that you can see if you go to basketball games. And uh, all right, we'll be busting that out after the first of the year. So, all right. Well, then on to me here. Yeah. Um, the middle school. We uh, Thursday we were in Farmington. Um, it was a good night. Um, couldn't really tell scores because it was a uh, it was Farmington and God, who else? Somebody else was there. I have lost it. But everybody got good matches. Was it Prior Lake? If someone liked that, right? It was, like a Navy I want to say Coon Rapids, but it wasn't Coon Rapids. Okay. Yes, it was Prior Lake. Yeah, it was Prior Lake. I thought that's what um, I, I think uh, so. I think my dad was there too. I think he yep. said we were about even on yes. the day, like a ten and ten. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was really close. I mean, our 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 consistent kids that have been around for a while, they they were winning. Sure. Um, the newer kids, um, our goals were just to get you know like a brand new first year wrestlers. Yeah. Um, let's get it. Let's get a takedown, and you could see the ones that it's finally starting to click on how forceful they got to be, or sure. how aggressive, and they can't can't just give up once they touch a leg. Oh, nope. I mean, there's there's a few that went barn burners all the way down to the third period with 10 seconds left mm. um, with a couple of them. But uh, then Saturday, we ended up in uh, Ellsworth. We went one and two on the day. Um, we wrestled Coon Rapids first. Um, we kind of steamrolled them pretty quick. It was 50 to 30. I mean, it was mm. one of them where it was pin or be pinned. Oh, okay. And yeah. um, when uh, we... we uh, I was sending kids out, you know, hey, you got 20 seconds, start hitting some moves, and then start listening again. And um, there was a little bit of a time where it was a little closer than 50 to 30, and I'm like, told a couple of our upper weights, uh, we need pins, go out and get a pin. Yeah. And um, then our second round, we uh, wrestled uh, Cambridge Asani. Um, the score looks a lot closer mm-hmm. than than they they are very a very dominant team. Okay. They. They they beat us fifty four to forty five. Our upper weights brought us back. Sure. Okay. Um, but you know, it, the kids are they're still learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was a dual form. Um, our exhibition matches were um, probably our my favorite. Sure. Watching watching the the newer guys be able to go out there with the team sitting there watching them and cheering them on. Yeah. Not that's cool. like it's where oh it's an exhibition match go do it over there. And nope, we did it right on right in the center of the mat and they. They got their their time to shine too. So nice. nice. And then our uh, our last match for third and fourth place um, was against St. Michael Albertville. That um, oh, are they a good team? Uh yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, okay. they're they're really gotcha. good. They uh, we we uh, lost seventy to twelve. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was <laughs> it was tough. Um, they they are a dominant team. They know what they're doing. Sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't see too many new kids on their team because they all have been wrestling they they if they're right. wrestling they're they're starting young and sure. they, they're sticking it out um on the day we had uh um mason Sorensen, will frantessel and finn buckley all three of them went undefeated so the upper weights there will and finn they they will seal the deal for us if we sure. need to okay nice. so um this week we are uh, tomorrow night we're in northfield 
yeah. for our match against Northfield. And then on Saturday, we got the Stockwell Invitational here at the high school. Um, I, last I heard, there was 14 teams coming to this one. Yeah, I think he was alluding to maybe even three on the hook still. Yes, so like yeah, 17 it could maybe. be up to 17. Yeah. But then again, you never know. Some yeah, team gets true. it could be down to twelve. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, yeah, it, it's it's middle school, but um, we're we're really hoping for that all fourteen show up and the other three that show up. It'll be great. It'd be good yeah. for the kids to not have to wrestle the same kids at every tournament. I mean, there's going to be teams there we'll never see until next year at the Stockwell mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that, and oh. that, that was a good well, and to run it on four mats now and and everything like that and. Um, I, I'm excited about that. Our new tournament technology, yep. that, that pin TV stuff. We flew last year, and it was like even the bracketing yes. and everything was you know to, to get up and running. Yeah. Yep. So, and then Saturday or then on Sunday, yeah, we have our uh, um, USA Folk Style Tournament um, Sunday. I know it's a pre-registered tournament. You got to pre-register um, USA style wrestling. I mean, it's folk style, but it's just the USA. Up to 14U, yep, is that what I 14U, yep. Okay, yeah, schoolboy. So. Nice. Yeah, and same thing. I mean, that's uh, that's a tournament that runs really smoothly, yep. two different sessions, uh, kind of littles and bigs. And yep, everybody flies. has a certain time limit that each age group or each section comes in, and they wrestle and in and out. Nice. So. Nice. Awesome. Well, that sounds good. Uh, well, what about, how about you hit uh, that gun one raf- more time? Okay. Yeah. Uh, gun raffle for the Otana Wrestling Association. Um, coaches, parents, board members um, are all rolling around with uh, tickets. Um, we're giving away six guns. Um, the drawing is January 18th um, down at Reggie's. You do not need to be present to win. Um, but you should. Just you should. Just pop yeah. in, grab yeah. a drink. Yep. Uh, the Scala family thanks you. Yes, yep. Yep. So alumni uh, owns that establishment. Um, yeah, I'll be. I I can say I'll probably be selling them this whole weekend at every one of our indoor uh, oh, tournaments. Sure. So I'll find somebody from Otan if you want a ticket. And they'll be able to direct you somewhere to get one. And there's pancake breakfast tickets out there too. I keep forgetting the date, but rest assured, <laughs> if you know a wrestler, they have tickets for you. And I believe it's like late January. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell you the date of oh, that. Oh, January twenty first. Just popped it in my head. Yep. There you go. There you go. So yeah, so a couple of great opportunities right there around the corner, and uh, yeah, only five hundred tickets yep. sold. Five hundred five guns. Six yeah. guns. Six guns. Six, Six guns. guns. Five hundred right. tickets sold. That's it. Nice. Nice. Good so. odds. Awesome. Well, thank you much. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Otana Wrestling Weekly Podcast uh, here with Coach Marshall Lindell. Um, A a blast from the past, a familiar name to quite a few people in this community, a a staple. And uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the new high school. Well, thank you. Yeah, this is uh, this goes a long way from the old wrestling room uh, (laughs) downstairs when we were lifting weights with uh, tin cans full of cement. uh, (laughs) It's come a long way. That's a true story. That's a true story. Yeah, Yeah, man. So. Yeah, well, uh, fill me in a little bit on uh, the uh, the years that you were involved, coaching tenure. Uh, yeah, I uh, I actually came to Otana in the uh, fall of 1969. Okay. Uh, I kind of fell into the coaching thing quite by accident as I was uh, interviewing for my first teaching job after college. Uh, 
Uh, I did not wrestle in college, uh, and I had been a high school captain in wrestling. And uh, sure. as I was interviewing for my first job, I guess they you must have to tell them that stuff. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, they had a, uh, an opening in Wyndham, Minnesota for a junior high wrestling coach oh, and sure. a junior high track coach. Okay. And uh, that was appealing. I hadn't given that much thought, but uh, that, that kind of lit me up a bit. So uh, sure. I actually went to Wyndham, Minnesota my first year, 68-69, and, uh, and I really enjoyed it. And the head coach there, Lloyd Grandpre, actually had a, uh, had a background from Owatonna originally oh, when he grew okay. up. So there was a connection. And uh, my wife wanted to go back to college. She had three years left, and uh, it's a little tough to do from Wyndham, Minnesota. And I had sure. an opportunity to come to Owatonna. And also, coincidentally, Owatonna had a opening for a junior high wrestling coach then. And when we had two junior highs, one here at Central, which mm. we were down in the basement yep, at the yep. old school, and then we had the new junior high. And uh, Lamprey talked to Dick, and um, somehow I passed muster, and they, uh, they allowed me to, uh, to, uh, to take that junior high job at Central Junior High. Oh, wow. And uh, so I did that for a year. And then Wayne Ebert, just a great guy who has since passed away, but uh, a wonderful human being, uh, decided to retire from wrestling as a coach. And so he was Dick's assistant, and that opened up. And uh, so I had that opportunity, and I became Dick's assistant then. Uh, Legendary coach Dick Black. Dick Black, yeah. Yep. And I was with yep. Dick uh, from, uh, well, till 1985, till he retired. Oh, okay. Uh, I missed one year. I was in the military. But other than mm -hmm. that, uh, I was with Dick uh, that entire time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. What, so what was that like? You know, they, we, we get we to hear, hear stories. I was going to say, we, we hear stories, but from only from the wrestler side. What was it like to be, you know, On shoulder to shoulder? Side. Yeah. Uh, most of them might have been true, but embellished, <laughs> sure. shall we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, no, Dick was, uh, you know, Dick was, uh, you know, he was, uh, he was hardcore, but uh, a gentle soul, too, on the oh, other man. side. Most people didn't know that, you know. He sure. grew flowers, and he did all this stuff, and he was, he was uh, but he was tough. Yeah. Uh, when I first started coaching with him, an interesting story for old wrestlers is that uh, I had a couple of coaches come up to me and say, do you realize that the guy you're coaching with is the reason that the, you know, that the cross face has been limited in wrestling? Are you aware of that? <laughs> I said, no. And said, well, well, there were a lot of serial broken noses in Iowa. Oh, and they said, we got to do something about this. And uh, Dick is probably the reason it, it has a limitation at this point in time. Wow, at a oh. national level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. he really wound up on it, huh? Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah. He started it from uh, the floor, probably. <laughs> from Maxted County. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and they did let go of the leg. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. No, oh, Dick, wow. Dick was, uh, Dick was uh, an interesting individual. Uh, I know one time uh, uh, after I had left teaching, uh, I, I gathered the guys at my house after an Otana wrestling match with mm. Fairbowl. Okay. And we had a bunch of old wrestlers there and uh, a bunch. And I overheard two of them say to each other, hey, would you take on Black yet? Black was there. And he said, how old is he? And I said, 75. <laughs> and they said, that's not old enough. No, <laughs> not yet. No, that's no, awesome. not yet. So oh, yeah. no, Dick, Dick was, uh, he was quite an individual. Yeah. 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 Well, and with a legendary, like, work ethic and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. what he instilled and definitely a high value moral fiber guy. I mean, that's. Like you said, the old soul, all we ever hear is like the extreme, but also like the lesson inside of yep. it, the Oh, he the uh, he counseled you know. a lot of kids that most people probably never knew about that, that uh, directed them down a different path in life. Like as kind a, of as a fringe result. Type Absolutely. Of, yep. Absolutely. Okay. He was uh, and I know with our kids, we always told them in the fall, you know, if uh, if you're messing around in class, you're not doing your work and there's teacher problems, uh, uh, you will you will learn about it down here. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, so that was always part of that initial, initial yep. message every year. Yeah. yeah, that is the one advantage about it's one of the only sports where you can hop in with those high schoolers and 
teach them a lesson manually if you have to. Yep. So. Well, if kids were screwing around in the wrestling room, which happened on occasion, <laughs> uh, Dick would uh, Dick would get them up front and uh, and demonstrate the guillotine, oh, yeah. <laughs> which which in those days was legal. Sure. Yep. 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 And uh, so he would get them down there, and he'd start to cranking that arm till there were tears in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And as he's talking the whole time, and then as he let them go, he'd say, "Behave." And that, yep. was, that, pretty much, that pretty much ended most of that. Lesson yeah. learned. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's incredible. So, so you coached until 1985? Uh, when, Dick, uh, when Dick retired in the spring of 85, I, uh -huh. uh, I, that fall I had an opportunity to go out to Viracon. And, oh, and okay. I, I switched careers at that point. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, and okay. That, was, uh, that was my last year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I suppose it, didn't, uh, it wasn't conducive to just the hours of... Uh, no, it was a brand new job, and, and I, uh, yeah. I uh, because of my teaching background, I, I, uh, I was in kind of a training position where I was out there in all three shifts and different sure. things like that. So okay. yeah, there, yeah, there okay. was no opportunity for, okay. for that sort of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Did you find a way to kind of stay involved with the sport or you know, over the years or, or just kind of from a fan standpoint? Uh, yeah, I, I basically uh, I ended up in the sales end of things out there, sure. and I traveled uh, Consistently, sure, and yeah, uh, yeah I, I struggled to you know to get back. I was uh, I was uh, I, I tried to see uh, as many matches as I could, but it was limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that company. Yeah, yeah it, more successful you get, the farther away, <laughs> more the frequent. Farther, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing exciting about an airplane ride, but that's what, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so, well, you said you were a high school wrestling captain. Mm -hmm. How about your career? Like, what what did that look like? When did you start wrestling? Well, I was, a, I, was a, I was a farm kid. I grew up on a dairy farm uh, mm -hmm. south of Cannon Falls, Minnesota, and uh, the program had just started. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm old enough. I'm 77. I went to a one-room school for two years, all eight oh, wow. grades in one room. And oh. as you look around here, can you imagine that? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, yeah. And then I went to a consolidated rural school where we had maybe 10 kids per grade. Okay. And so when we were ready for the big move in ninth grade, we'd go to Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Okay. okay. Yep. And the wrestling pro program had started probably a year before that. With our uh, Fayed uh, coach, who had no wrestling background whatsoever, oh. but he was our football coach, he was our track coach, and he decided <laughs> with a bunch of farm kids around there, we should have a wrestling program. Yeah. Yeah. So I give uh, his name was Mike McInerney, and he turned 90 just a couple of weeks ago. Great oh, guy, wow. he's still alive. Yeah. And uh, he got the program going, and uh, with the limited background that we had, yeah, we held our own. It was uh, sure. it was a lot yeah. of fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. So Cannon Falls, did you have like? Good Hugh, like who was kind of your regular? No, we were lucky enough to have Otana, Northfield, <laughs> and Faribault. Baptized by fire there, In our huh? district. And, yeah. yeah okay. Not in our conference, but to get out of there. Sure. You know, yeah. we're, we're so it was the one class, of course, at that time. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to add one thing probably most people are not aware of is that Dick Black was instrumental in getting us more than one class of really? wrestling in Minnesota. He lobbied and worked really hard on that. Mm. He always said... Uh, you know, the more kids that we can have as state champions, the more kids that go get place winners, the more scholarships, the more, mm -hmm. the, the more, the wow. more it's going to be good. Yeah, Dick, Dick worked very hard no at, at the state level to, to get that done. Yes, we learned something new every day. A lot of legacy. Yeah. Beyond <laughs> Information what, yeah, that what I, I didn't even know. Right. Yeah, right. no, Dick, Dick worked hard behind the scenes, too, oh, wow. uh, at the state level. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. So you're in Arizona now these days. Is that our understanding? Uh, about 50-50, yeah. 50-50, okay. Pretty gotcha. lucky, yep. Yeah. yeah, nice. So this time of year, you're typically down there. You don't come back up for this. Do we you? do. Yeah, we come back for Christmas. Oh wow, and, for and, Christmas, and yes. Christmas and the holidays. I'm a I'm a full blooded Swede, so you have to get your annual dose of Ludafis just to yep. see if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a physical. Yep, you know, right. Yeah. And, uh, so we do we do come back for the holidays. Oh, good. and then we go back down. Okay. Yep. 
So how many kids do you have? I have two boys. Two boys. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did they wrestle? No, they're no? hockey players. Hockey players. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They uh, all their buddies were hockey players. Okay. And I wasn't going to dictate. Yeah. So, nope. Yep. I said as long as you're involved and yep. uh, they had fun and yeah, that was, that was okay. they played hockey for a long time. Gotcha, gotcha. What uh, are they kind of around here now, or where are they? Uh, both in the metro. Okay. Area. Gotcha. Yep, so they're they're somewhat close. Okay. Um, grandkids. Four. Um, four of them. Mm -hmm. Are they ages? Are they involved uh, in anything yet? Well, I've got an older uh, grandchild, 26. Okay. 26, okay. okay. And then my young son, if he'd have gotten married when he was supposed to, he wouldn't have kids this young, but he's, uh, so we've got, we've got, he's got three little girls. Okay. They're like, uh, they're like junior high now in fifth okay. grade and, uh, and uh, third grade. All so, right. Okay. All right. Um, well, it seems like someone like you wouldn't just you know, retire and, you know, not do anything. You seem like an active guy. What, what's kind of on your plate these days? What do you like to do? How do you spend your time? Well, we, uh, we live in an area down south where actually there's, a, there's about 10 people from Owatonna in there. Really? Yeah. And okay. we live in a retirement community down there, and uh, it is surrounded by two golf courses. Uh, that's nice. what I was going to ask. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, uh, and so we, uh, you know, golf three times a week, maybe sometimes four. Okay. Yeah. I don't know too many wrestlers that are good golfers, and uh, I'm not in that good golfer category. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it down there. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And you said you're good pals with Kenny Sikora? I kept kept in touch with Kenny over the years. Okay. Yeah, always have. And uh, he and uh, Jim Herzog, do you remember? Yeah. yeah. What, what, so sad. Jim was a good friend of mine here. Oh, and, okay. uh, in fact, I was with him a week before he passed. And, oh, really? uh, one of a great guy yes, uh, for all sports in Otana. Yes. Uh, but yep. when he first came here, Jim was about 200 pounds. Really? Yes, and uh, you could light a match on him, <laughs> and uh, and he was a you know he was a wrestler yep. you know, all the way through, and he would come down during Kenny Sakura's time, mm -hmm. and Kenny was about one eighty five maybe something like that, and they would go end over end down there in the wrestling room. I don't <laughs> I mean just kind of end over yep. end. I mean end over end. Yeah, Kenny and, and Jim and. Uh, and, uh, and uh, they became friends also and stayed in touch. Yeah. In fact, when uh, Jim was struggling this past summer and everything, Ken, you know, Kenny'd go pick him up and uh, sure. take him around with some of his buddies, you know, the Dave Henrys and oh, yeah. Bill Hartles and Absolutely. some of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Jim's actually the reason I get decked out like this mm -hmm. as a coach. Um, I saw that growing up. You know, he just mm -hmm. always dapper in the community no matter what it is, what mm -hmm. event, sporting events, everything yeah. like that. And so... Coincidentally, he was at my very first um, head coach gig a few years ago uh, at Fairwood, an individual tournament. He comes up and he's like, "How are we looking and everything?" And he's mm -hmm. like, "You look good." And I go, "Well, you don't know that I do this because of you." And he's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." I just I always admired uh, being put together and uh, kind of like that Tom Landry look, you yeah. know, like just yeah. you know that kind of esteemed look and everything like that. Yeah. But. I knew exactly how dangerous he was. <laughs> he would work me in racquetball down at Dino's oh, yeah. all the time oh, when I was in high yeah. school. Like I thought I was, you know, top of the heap, and all of a sudden, uh, re retired Jim Herzog just working me in that in that studio. We, uh, we had a story a couple of years ago where uh, Jim came up to Kenny Sikora and he said, "Now, Kenny, tell me the truth. Back when we were going end over end, rolling around down there, you took it a little easy on me, didn't you? Because I was the athletic director, principal, and that sort of thing." And, Kenny said, oh, no, Mr. Herzog, if I could have beat that naughty, I would have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, oh, that yeah. was Kenny, and that was, that was Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. We're going to miss him big time. Absolutely. Yeah, he, uh, Jim, my senior year when I dislocated my elbow, um, his car, he had, he ran to his car. That's how I got to the hospital, mm -hmm. was him. All of a sudden, I'm walking out of the high school gym. TC had me all wrapped up. I'm still in a singlet. It's January, freezing cold out, and here I get into his uh, Cadillac in the back seat. 
leather and we're sitting there and I'm like, all right, and we're take off. And all of a sudden I look over, Jim was driving, my dad's in the passenger seat. Here's my little sister who's like five, sitting next to me. I'm like, how the heck did you get in this car? Get to the hospital, he pulls right into the ambulance, mm-hmm. hits the automatic door thing, opens up, he drives right in, the nurse comes out, you can't be in here. And he goes, he's got to get out. So we're all getting out of the car. My little sister looks up and goes, thanks for the ride, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. Nobody calls him Jimmy. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I still hadn't had my shot yet to take care yeah. of the pain. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that's a, one of the last things I remember. Yeah. I mean, but then having Jim just as a principal, just at the sporting event, yeah, well, he to fly in. And I mean, he pulled right up onto the sidewalk. He, I didn't even have to walk out to the road. But having him there, that was great. No, in fact, we, we had him at dinner in our house just a few days before he passed. Oh, and, okay. uh, yeah, with, with some other some other people from town. And, uh, yeah, just a, just a wonderful human being. Yep. Yeah. He, he's going to be very, very missed. Already is. But, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Well, do you have, I, I don't know if you know this term, do you have any shout-outs that you want to make? Anybody you want to recognize, say hello to on the podcast here? <laughs> well, I'm about to say hello to him. One shout-out I'd like to do that goes way back in time. <clears throat> was when uh, when I first came here in 69 and 70, uh, there was nothing going on at elementary wrestling-wise. Yep. Uh, your mm-hmm. dad was a big part of yep. that. Yep. And, but way back, even before that, we had a principal named Dean Sanderson. Dean Sanderson at Wilson. At, 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 yeah. at Wilson or Lincoln. Or, yeah. and, and Dean had a, uh, he had a wrestling background. Mm-hmm. And uh, I traveled from school to school back with my job back then. <clears throat> and... Uh, and he, because he knew the other elementary principals, he let me set up and have a, uh, a wrestling all-school assembly in every elementary school back wow. then. So I'd bring my, a couple captains in yep. in the full gear and everything. Mm-hmm. And I always said, you know, you throw, at that point, there were no girls involved, but I said, you throw a dozen boys in a room for 20 minutes, there will be a wrestling match. Yep. <laughs> so we might, as well, right. we might as well control this thing. Sure. Yep. And, uh, but he let me do that, thanks to him. And then he also started the first kind of program in the OHS wrestling room uh, with about maybe 15 kids on a Saturday morning. Okay. Mm. And then, together with Park and Rec, we started our, our first thing, and that was Dean's thing, too. It's called the Termite Tumble. Yes. I remember wrestling that. Yeah. I wrestled uh, it. <laughs> what, a, what a day that was. Yeah. Uh, uh, I put posters in all the, all the elementary schools. It's coming soon, the Termite Tumble. I didn't tell yeah. them what it was. <laughs> then next yeah. week, I'd add a little something. So about three weeks, we pumped this thing up. And we were expecting maybe 50, 60 kids at the high school, and we ended up with like 125 kids showing up. Yeah. And uh, to show you how long ago that was, one of the first kids that came up way before you're supposed to weigh in that morning came up and tugged on my, on my pants and said, where do you weigh in? <laughs> I said, who are you? <laughs> David Sakura. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ribbon. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, and uh, all the wrestlers, uh, but, but that together with Park and Rec got that going. And then yeah. after that... Park and Rec got involved, and then we got started on a small scale with uh, wrestling in the old junior high wrestling room here and in the, in the uh, senior high wrestling yep, room. Yep. But it was just maybe you guys were part of that. And it was usually dads that were doing the yep. coaching. Yeah. Yep, I was part of that, yeah. uh, the little yeah. Park and Rec. Um, and, then, and then your dad got involved, and, yep, and, uh, Larry, and Scott Davis, and grew it to uh, every school having their own program, which is wonderful. Bowie but a lot of that happened because of Dean Sanderson. Dean so Sanderson, there's, there's yeah. a guy, you know, a name you don't hear much, but deserves a lot of credit for, for getting all that thing going in the beginning, yeah. way back when. Yeah. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Dean. Sanders. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was my principal, and I remember too. Uh, okay. Yep. So my my freshman year, I think he was just getting ready to retire at Wilson. I was still coming. Uh, my mom was a para there, oh, really? and so okay. uh, yeah, he he was just all about it. Just knew it, 
all the stats of everyone, oh, just yeah. like, oh, how are you going to do against so-and-so? Like, he was just such a big fan. Yeah, so, no, he, was a, he, was a, he was a great individual. We, we lost him early, too. Yes, yeah, yes, we did. Uh, but, a, but a great supporter of Wotan Wrestling. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for flying all the way up here just to do this podcast. <laughs> we appreciate that dedication. No, it, it was a, a pleasure to have you, and especially, like I said, the, the insight for Coach Black was incredible, too, because, I mean, geez, we... I, I didn't know that. No clue. As many people as we've talked to, no yes. clue about that stuff. So, Yeah, well, and it sounds like you're going to be here for the Faribault meet on Thursday. Uh, Kenny Sikora is picking me up. There we go. Yes, there we go. yes, we'll be there. Right. Yes, oh, for sure. Good. Well, it was yeah, my pleasure you. meeting you, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. incredible. And hearing that, and thank you again uh, to our sponsors, Summer Media Solutions, as always. And, uh, yeah, we, we hope that everyone's here. Um, well, shoot, we even have a Friday Night Rumble for youth on Friday yep. night. So it's like, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday is wow. full wrestling here Boom. in Montana. Come help, come watch, have fun, and uh, enjoy the new facilities too. So thank you much. Have a good one.